Hello, this is On The Left Side, a different type of football podcast. We're not going to get bogged down in midweek fixture congestion and transfer whisperings here. This is the lighter side of football. And like it or not, we're going to get going. Before we get stuck into the nitty gritty of this week's episode, I just want to declare this a safe place for Aston Villa fans. You are okay here. Some might say, in football, a team as bad as Villa have been this season deserve to be mocked. But believe me, I've been there. I know what it's like to have a team staring relegation in the face, to be at the bottom at Christmas and hear the old cliches, and to have to start planning your away day trips to Rotherham next season. It's hard. Sure, you have to take a bit of stick here and there, but sometimes it goes too far. And I think it's gone too far. When machines start mocking you, it's gone too far. When the mechanical body's there to help you turn against you, it's gone too far. Siri, the little assistant helper on Apple devices, has even started to troll Remy Gard's team. Check this out. Hello, Siri. Hi there, Jim. Siri, what football team do you support? I always like to root for the underdog. I guess that makes me a fan of Aston Villa right now. That is not a mock-up, that is what happens. Today it's your mobile phone taking the mick, tomorrow it's going to be the toaster having a pop. So don't worry Villa fans, for one episode at least we're going to gloss over your horrible, horrible season. You're safe here. It's not often that football is deemed worthy of conversation in the corridors of power, but this week has been an exception when MP Toby Perkins said this. Members should detect no hostility by me towards God, Her Majesty the Queen, to God save the Queen or to the United Kingdom. I believe the time has come to consider the question of an English national anthem. He was calling for legislation to enable English sporting teams to be greeted by their own national anthem in the same way as Wales and Scotland do. In other words, ditch the UK anthem of God Save the Queen. I think it's great that MPs are getting involved in this kind of thing. I mean, it's a great sign there isn't anything else to worry about in the country at the moment. There's no junior doctor strike, there's no massive nationwide flooding, and there's no dangerous, notoriously aggressive nations building and testing massive nuclear devices. So that's good, isn't it? As for the idea... I've got to say I'm on board. You can't sing God Save the Queen with any kind of cheer or enthusiasm, and that's a problem. When was the last time you saw a footballer with his hand on his heart belting out a rendition of God Save the Queen? Apart from John Terry, and I don't think he is a good barometer for any case of taste and decency. Our current anthem wouldn't get past the first round if you stuck it in front of Simon Cowell in one of those horrific talent shows. Personally, I don't think that singing about an old lady and how you'd like her to stay around for a little bit longer is going to inspire anyone, apart from maybe her doctor. Surely, when it comes to the crunch at a World Cup finals, singing God Save Rooney's Metatarsal would be more useful. When you compare our anthem to the likes of Germany, Spain and Italy, it's just a bit limp. In fact, there's something about a spot of fascism in a political history that means your country's anthem ends up being bloody good. Maybe the far right just love a bit of drama. And a tuba. And then look at the French national anthem. Wow. It begins with the words, Arise, children of our nation. The day of glory has arrived. Now that's inspirational. 
Okay, maybe at times it goes a little bit too far with do you hear in the countryside the roar of those ferocious soldiers? They're coming right into your arms to cut the throats of your sons and women. Wow, that makes... You're going home in a f***ing ambulance! Look like a nursery rhyme. Now, there are loads of songs being suggested to be the new sporting anthem for England. Jerusalem's the common favourite. I've seen Fat Les's version of Vindaloo mentioned a few times. Abba Dancing Queen is also in the mix, which would be amazing and surely needs to come with some kind of coordinated dance moves for the England team as well. And in a poll we ran on the On The Left Side Twitter account, the John Barnes Rap from England's Italia 90 World Cup song received 100% of the popular vote. Just imagine that. 90,000 England fans packing out Wembley, all singing. You've got to hold and give, but do it at the right time. You can be slow or fast, but you must get to the line. Inspirational. The only thing I ask when making this decision is we don't put it to a public vote. Because given this country's record in voting in TV talent shows, we'll end up with a bloody dog who can do magic or something. So the negativity continues to sweep around Old Trafford at the moment like a very pessimistic eagle as the Manchester United fans fail to buy their tickets for the LVG fun bus. Unusually, it's not the results that are affecting the mood in Manchester, it's the way in which the team are playing. It's pretty unusual to have this kind of atmosphere. We saw it at West Ham with Big Sam having to leave at the end of last season as fans bemoaned the lack of the West Ham way. Which, given past seasons, I'm assuming the West Ham way is finishing somewhere in mid-table obscurity and leaving in the FA Cup fourth round. Have it. Anyway, there doesn't seem to be many people appreciating Van Hal's tactics at the moment, with both fans and former players sticking the boot into the cuboid-headed Dutchman. When you look at the players actually playing the game, they look bored themselves. That's the ginger prince himself, Paul Scholes, and he's not happy. You've just seen 90 minutes of boring. Every time you come to Old Trevor, this is what you see. Negative football. But Van Hal isn't buying it. He doesn't think it's the football that's upsetting the fans. In fact, he has a very reasonable explanation for why people have been leaving the stadium before the end of games this season. Uh, maybe because of the traffic that they leave the stadium a few minutes earlier. There are many reasons. It's, you never know what is the reason. Of course. It's the traffic. It's not the turgid, disappointing, negative, pessimistic, depressing, soul-destroying football being played week in, week out on the pitch at all. In fact, as Louis says, there are thousands of reasons why fans are streaming out of the Stretford end before the final whistle. Maybe they just remember they left the oven on whilst cooking a delicious ham hock. It's probably down to a very common allergy to plastic seating that allows a sufferer to only use such an item for a maximum of 85 minutes. Or surely it's to do with the fans wanting to get their wives and girlfriends away from the ground before Ryan Giggs finishes his day job and sets off on the prowl. You know what? Maybe it's not a bad thing. Football nowadays is about so much more than football. And this unique style could have its own benefits with a brand new commercial opportunity for the Red Devils. Are you struggling to sleep at night? Counting sheep 
not quite doing the trick, then you need Louis Van Hal's Red Army Sleep DVD. Louis Van Gaal's Army! Relive some of the most arse-numbingly dull moments from the 2015-16 season in a highlights reel sure to send you off to the land of Nod. I don't think they play the way that, that we as fans want to see Manchester United play. Feel your eyes get heavy as you watch your beloved team pass the ball sideways again and again and again and again and again. It's just a sideways, mm. boring style of football. Relive such classic games as United's 0-0 draw with West Ham, their memorable 0-0 draw with PSV Eidenhoven, and who could forget the classic 0-0 draw with Crystal Palace. But Manchester United, if it stays like this, set to play through three goalless draws in a row. The Sandman will visit quicker than you can say, would anyone like to buy my season ticket? And that's a guarantee. Louis Van Gaal's Army! Louis Van Hal's Red Army Sleep DVD. Available from the club store five minutes before the end of the game. Louis Van Gaal's Red Army! <laughs> What is going on at Match of the Day at the moment? It's all gone a little bit carry-on. Last week we had the sleepiest man on television, Mark Lorison, slipping a small penis into his otherwise mundane punditry. Jackie Elka's back, obviously Morales, penis, uh, Pinar as well. And this week we had this obscene filth from TV crisp salesman and sometime footballer Gary Lineker and his grumpy tight-shirted sidekick Alan Shearer. Whether the player uses his hands or arms to make himself bigger, then it's a penalty. Forget all the farce like about, about making himself and bigger. It's quite interesting. Isn't it? <laughs> I bet you do, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we've all done that with the hands. Uh, oh, sorry. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll move on. I'm sorry, Gary. What was that? I like the bit about making himself bigger. Well, we've all done that with the hands. If that's the direction that Match of the Day is going in, then don't be surprised to see Lineker replaced with Sid James next week. And instead of a detailed post-match analysis, they just cut to a clip of Benny Hill chasing Gabby Logan around Selhurst Park. In fact, I think I'd stay up past 10.30 for that one. Right, that's it for this week. If you've not subscribed to us, then get that done. It means you'll never miss an episode when it comes out every single Monday morning. I'm off to deliver a door made entirely of balloons to Lionel Messi after I learn that the Ballon d'Or is just a boring old footballing trophy. Disappointing, because that's full time. On the left side is a Paint Your Headphones production. It was written and produced by Anne McGinley and Jim Salverson. This episode also featured me, Siri, the voice of Apple. I am available for weddings, funerals, and bar mitzvahs. Up the villa. Catch me if you can. Cause I'm the England man. And what you're looking at is the master plan. We ain't no hooligans. This ain't no football song. Three lions on my chest. I know we can't go wrong. We're playing for England. Ingerland. We singing this song. Arriva Dirty, it's one on one.